Welcome to the Life's Hard Succeed Anyway podcast, where you will hear transformational stories, positive encouragement, and practical strategies to help you grow your mindset, reach your potential, live your dreams, and experience a purpose-driven, impact-filled life. Here's your host, Alan Blaine. Do you ever wish that you had more to give to those you serve and support, both personally in your family as well as professionally in your business? More time, more money, more knowledge, more attention, more energy? On today's success tip, I will share with you seven things you can do to pour into others without running your tank empty. Why is this important? Because we cannot give what we do not have. How many times do we try and serve and support others with our business, in our relationships, in our family, but figuratively speaking, our well is empty and we feel like we don't have much to give them? Are there times you can relate with this? If you ever struggle with this and you want your life's well to be full and overflowing so that you can be better equipped to pour into and hydrate others, this episode is for you. I was reading in Isaiah 58, 11 recently, which says, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in the sun-scorched land and will strengthen your bones. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never run dry. And I was thinking about what does that look like as a business and life transformation coach for the last eight plus years and coaching hundreds of others in the marketing and personal branding space to become successful with their own businesses as well, many of them hitting high levels of revenue, I've learned a common trait amongst the most successful entrepreneurs and the most successful people in general for that matter. So if you're not an entrepreneur and you don't have a business, this applies to you just as much. That common trait that most successful people possess is a strong desire to grow rather than possessing a fixed mindset that remains stagnant as time passes, as I had for far too many years in my younger adult years, they are growth minded people in all that they do. And that desire to grow comes from understanding there is a process. And oftentimes this process can be difficult and requires constant investing into yourself in order to intentionally work at filling your own well. How many times do we try and serve others and support others with our business, in our relationships, in our family, but we're not even supporting ourselves, and we end up having limited impact, unfortunately. I find so many people don't do this work. So many get caught up in looking for quick fixes, simple tactics, quick strategies, and the quote-unquote technique of the day, and they just can't get to the next level of growth in their life. or. They're just oblivious to some of these basic success principles that allow us to better serve others, which is why on this episode, I want to share some basic fundamentals around how to fill your well. And the reality is, as mentioned a moment ago, to do so does require some work. It requires discipline, focus, and personal growth, which, as I mentioned a minute ago, can at times be challenging. So to clarify, it requires you to constantly be growing at a pace that's within your power, not trying to force stuff at a magnitude that you're not capable of. Doing that can lead to burnout. But we should be taking on challenges, learning new things, and growing at a pace that is within our abilities, our strength, while at the same time 
challenging us, stretching us, and growing us. We must do the things necessary to invest back into filling our own tank so that we will have a source of energy and wisdom and positivity that can then in turn fill others' tanks. It's very hard to hydrate others if you're not first hydrated yourself. And we live in this world, a sun-scorched land, as the Bible described it there in Isaiah 58, where we're just constantly being drained of our time and our energy, and we're just being told on every corner of the internet all the different things we should do, different people we should be, different places we should go. And we just might feel like that sun-scorched land at times, and we need to bring life back to our bones. So what is involved in filling your own well? Let's dig into seven ideas for you to consider to fill your well so that you're able to become what that Isaiah 58, 11 passage talks about when it says a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never run dry. So here's the very first one, and it's very simple. Number one, exercise regularly. To fill your well, it's important to follow a workout program, an exercise program, a fitness program, whatever you want to call it, that excites you. And if you're not following a program that excites you, then you're likely not going to bring the best out of yourself. You're not going to be able to see that definition in the mirror, that strength and endurance go up. And if you're not excited about it, you're likely not going to remain consistent in it for very long. As odd as it may sound, when I'm at my best level of health and fitness, feeling good in my own skin, not trying to hide behind oversized clothing like I've done in so many years past. I am at my best in this area of my life. I can carry a different level of confidence that allows me to better focus on others and serve others more effectively. Not to mention the increased energy, health, and vitality from being the best version of my physical self and not hauling around an inferiorly exercised heart and unnecessary and unhealthy extra weight. So here's a question for you. What are you doing right now to work towards that feeling when you see yourself in the mirror that gives you an extra pep in your step throughout the day? Not in a self-centered or arrogant way, but in a way that your confidence is high because you're a person that does what you say that you keep promises and commitments you've made to yourself and your better future, which you understand positively also affects those around you. And what does that exercise program look like? Is it a new program every month? Is it having a coach? Is it working out with a friend? Working towards a goal maybe like a competition or a race that you have set on your calendar? How do you stay excited? How do you look forward to going to the gym? How do you look forward to training? How do you find the next gear in your gym and your training experience every single day so that you can look and feel your best and serve your best? And when you look your best and feel your best, you're able to give your best. It's hard to project energy onto someone else that lifts them up if you're operating at a lower level of positive energy and not feeling good about yourself. So first step here is check yourself. How's your workout program? Are you in a program that's pushing you? One that has variety and that's getting you excited to go to the gym. One that you can be consistent in most importantly. And if not, get one and do it now. Number two, invest reading, listening, 
watching, but learning. Find books, podcasts like this one, videos, whatever that stimulate your mind to give you new ideas. If you're reading a book, grab a pen and or a highlighter, underline or highlight the book or both. Consider bringing a journal into the reading session with you in order to take notes. I've read dozens and dozens and dozens of books over the last 10 years, and I always get the most from them by highlighting key points in the book and taking notes as I go. It also gives me the ability to later use that book as a resource by easily finding key takeaways that were previously highlighted, underlined, or marked up in some way. If I listen to a podcast or audiobook, I still take notes on my phone that I can later transfer into a Word document. During the first two years of building our current business from 2015 to 2017, in addition to other self-education books, podcasts, courses, and all that, I listened to over 345-minute, plus or minus, episodes, 300 episodes of one podcast alone. Each episode, again, was about 45 minutes long. That greatly impacted not only my own mindset, but also my ability to have content and ideas, wisdom, and inspiration practical to my niche, applicable to my business, to share with my team, investing into filling my well. We must fill our own wells. And here's a huge tip on learning that somebody shared with me. Pay attention to what you are observing. And here's the key. Look for insights. Don't just read for information. Read or listen or watch, whatever the case may be, for insights. Don't just listen to the podcast. Listen for insights. Don't just watch the training. Watch for insights. Insights that you can implement and apply to your life right away. Always be in learning mode. Not just learning information for the sake of learning information. That does not change anyone. Instead, always be looking for ways to apply what you're learning to your life. Meditate on it. Pray about it. Take your reading, listening, and learning to a whole nother level. Don't just go through the motions. The next way you're going to fill your well after you've got a killer workout program that you're excited about and you're investing time into your own self-education is to number three, get the right mentors. I can't overemphasize this enough. The importance of having wiser people, people that are further ahead than us in a particular area of life's journey with more experience and knowledge in that particular area of life able to pour that wisdom and knowledge into us. For far too many of my younger adult years, I did not understand or value the importance of this, and therefore, I didn't pursue it. I tried to do everything on my own, and I suffered the consequences in many areas as a result. Because I lacked this, along with most of the other seven success tips I'm sharing today, I was extremely limited in my aptitude and my ability to pour wisdom and knowledge and positive perspectives and mindsets into others. In fact, I just didn't really have a desire to either. Have you ever stopped to consider what types of mentors you have? As you know, there are many people sharing their opinions today, but it is important to make sure we're following sound advice in the areas we desire to grow and improve in and that we're able to decipher between what is in alignment with our core values and objectives and what is not. One word of caution I want to share with you regarding mentors is this. 
be particularly careful if you're following what I like to call a role mentor, someone that is exceptional in one particular role, skill, or area of life that you're desiring to follow their example in and improve on, that you're well aware of the areas of their life that you are not wanting to emulate so you don't mix and match the two. For example, they may be someone you look up to and want to learn from in an area like fitness or home design as examples, but not in other areas of life such as business or finance possibly. For example, a role mentor may have great marriage advice that you want to follow, but maybe someone who is overweight and overly unhealthy and unable to model the physically healthy, high energy life that you also desire for your life. Or you may want to learn from a role mentor in an area like business, but do not want to allow them even subconsciously to mentor you in your marriage. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and countless other brilliant business minds are examples of men I don't want to model my marriage after. The possible scenarios are endless. The point is that role mentors are not whole life mentors, and we must know the difference between the two so that we don't mistakenly, ignorantly, or lazily think other areas of a role mentor's life are worth emulating just because we respect them so highly in one particular area of their life. If you're fortunate enough to find a whole life mentor, on the other hand, someone whose overall life is one to be emulated, that is a very special thing. One final word on mentorship. It's important to understand that although the best mentors are people you know personally, you can talk to them, you can ask questions of them, you can get feedback from them, and so on. If you don't have access to that type of mentor that you need and desire personally at this point in your life, find people you follow online, read their books, watch their videos. That can absolutely work too as the next best thing. And just a word of encouragement here, eventually you will likely know your mentors personally if you proactively seek them out and continue to grow yourself in the meantime. The fourth way to keep your well full is to get in the right rooms. This is so critical. You have got to buy the plane tickets, my friend. You cannot grow if you're not thinking and acting differently. And this kind of growth comes in large doses from getting in the room with the right people. Whatever room that might be, you've got to get in the room with the people who are operating at higher altitudes. They're breathing differently. They're thinking differently. They're acting differently. They're going to help you breathe differently, think differently, act differently. They're going to raise your thought process, your energy, and your results. They're going to help you see things from a perspective that you may be missing and likely are at this point. They're going to expose you to the blinders that you're wearing. And I'm speaking from personal experience here. Going to events helps you think so much bigger. It helps you grow so much faster. It helps you shatter self-limiting beliefs. One of the greatest breakthroughs I've ever enjoyed came from a large event in March of 2015 in Newport Beach, California. If Nicole and I had not flown to that three-day event, my life may forever look different and likely would. It was the catalyst to us launching our current life transformation business, which has completely, radically, and positively changed the trajectory of our lives for the unforgettable ride of our life. I will never 
ever forget that event. By getting in the rooms with the folks at these events, you get around people who've had the same or similar challenges as you, who've come through them victoriously, and you leave with a fire in your heart and you're so fired up. So the next opportunity you have, my friend, get into a better room, maybe a room with more experienced and richer marriages, more effective parents, healthier, fitter people, or spiritually more mature, or maybe those further along financially and in business. Do it when you have the opportunity. It may entail going to a bigger event, a conference, a networking event, a retreat possibly, or joining a mastermind. Just do it. I can't emphasize this enough. These are places that you're going to discover new opportunities and you're going to have higher levels of belief in yourself because you're surrounded by people who are living it and who are demonstrating with proof what you want is in fact possible. So those are four ways to fill your well. Number five is to get time on your own. Find time alone where you can walk, where you can just think, pray, and better hear God's voice. Don't listen to music or a podcast or an audiobook. This is where you tap into your own thoughts. This is where you process your own ideas. This is where you can be creative. This is where you wait. This is where you can think about things in the past and try to connect dots. This is where you extend gratitude and exercise patience when waiting for answers. This is where you look at your life from the place of wow. How grateful am I? How thankful am I? Look at all the blessings in my life. Start to just let your mind work for you, bringing you ideas, attracting things into your life because you're operating from a place of calm and quiet and peace and rest. Things lacking in our modern day fast paced society if we're not intentional to slow down and turn down the noise. When you're able to quiet your thoughts, and be in the present like this, it's incredible what God can allow to get unlocked in your mind. And I just want to encourage you to find 30 minutes a few times a week to get outside or wherever you may go and just walk and listen or sit and listen. I like to exercise at the same time, but get outside and just walk and listen to your voice. If you're a follower of Jesus, as I am, I would add, listen to the Lord's voice. That's when we're better able to hear him speak to us. When we're in silence and in solitude, see what comes to you and enjoy the confidence, strength, and ideas that flow. But this requires you to slow down the pace and not always be doing, but just being present in the moment. And suggestion number six, how to fill your well, get around your family more often, serve them, ask them questions. Get in tune with their life. One of the best ways you can fill your well is just by giving your family your time without judgment. This no judgment zone is one of the big areas God has been working on me and growing me. And it's been so fun to see the growth. I'm still a big work in progress as I always will be, but super excited about the growth taking place. Give them your listening ear. Let them know that you're there for them. Let them process things with you. Just sit in their shoes as best as you're able. Don't extend judgment. That's a huge one. Don't feel like you need to fix things that they're telling you. 
I tend to want to do that, but don't do it. Just sit in their shoes without judgment and just nod your head and listen and connect and just be present. Even if it doesn't feel like there's any productivity coming from it, even if it feels like we're just sitting here talking about nothing, that's perfect. This is what fills your well. And more importantly, it's what fills their well too. Just being present in the moment and realizing that life isn't always about just doing and getting and going and growing and accomplishing. A go-go lifestyle like that is typically promoted by those who are very insecure and unwise. People who found their identity only in progress and not in being. And there is something very valuable about being content. And content is not settling. It's not lazy. I'm not talking about that. There is a peace about being content and being fulfilled. And when you're giving time to the people you love and care about most, you will feel fulfilled. And when you have this fulfillment in your heart, you'll be able to live life more abundantly and realizing life is not just about crossing a certain finish line or hitting a certain milestone or deadline. All that stuff alone will only leave you feeling exhausted, empty, and unfulfilled. I know because I've been there. Now, this might be one of the hardest things for some of you, but you'll leave these conversations refreshed, rejuvenated, emotionally connected with another human being that you love. Although I think that sometimes this is one of the hardest things for us entrepreneurs, us type A personalities, those of us that are wired to fix and do and accomplish more, it's critically important on so many levels. Finally, number seven, be generous and give. Now, this may seem like it's coming out of left field on this list. After all, you may be saying, isn't this episode supposed to be about filling my tank, Alan, rather than emptying it further? Yes, it is. But Proverbs 11.25 says, a generous person will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Speaking of biblical wisdom, my mentor, Jesus Christ, also said, it is better to give than to receive. Now, while these biblical principles are certainly true, here's a word of caution. I have seen too many people heed one piece of great advice at the exclusion of others. For example, I see people give so much of their time, energy, and efforts to serving the church that their tanks run empty and they don't even have significant time, energy, and effort remaining to give to their marriages and their children. I don't envision that God's will for any of us is to give so much to the church that we neglect our own household. In fact, I know that's not the case. So before you get too carried away giving and serving and not applying the previous six pieces of advice I've already laid out, I will caution you not to do that. We must also follow Jesus's example and pull back from people periodically to get rest, recharge, renew, and gain clarity so that we can fill our well up in order to better pour into others and serve others' needs. Okay, that disclaimer aside, I have found that in my own life, when I'm most frustrated or discouraged or feeling empty, it can sometimes be a result of when I'm primarily concerned about me and mine and what's going on in my life rather than serving and giving and focused on others. But every time that I stop focusing solely on myself, by God's grace, 
when he helps me do that, and I begin to invest into others, I suddenly get a surge of energy and a sense of encouragement. Now, if you need a good dose of encouragement by giving to others, there are likely numerous ways you could do so right in front of you. But if you struggle with ideas, some could include scheduling some time to serve at a local food pantry, for example, or helping those who are less fortunate in some way, or serving in your local church in some capacity. Perhaps you could take an afternoon to visit the children in the hospital or spend some time at a local nursing home talking with those senior citizens who are mostly forgotten and desperately desire some human interaction that we were all created to have. You may be amazed at how much giving to others in one or more of these ways can energize you. One of the things Nicole and I love so much about our life transformation business, as I know so many of our home business partners also enjoy, is that our life's work revolves around giving and serving others' most important needs, their physical health needs, their need for purpose and passion-filled work, their need to be a part of a transformational community, and their need for additional income, which leads to oftentimes the ability to minister to their spiritual needs as well. We absolutely love it, and it drives us each day knowing we're making such an impactful difference in others' lives. Remember that in business and in life, by being generous, it will allow you to prosper in the things that matter most. If you will focus on meeting the needs of others, you'll see that your needs get met as well. If you have a business, by lavishly serving your customers and giving them more than they expect, you're going to prosper. And by caring for your employees and making your business a great place to work, they're going to likely help you succeed. And by paying your vendors on time and being a great partner to them, they will likely be there for you when you need them most. Focus your time and energy on serving people, meeting their needs first. You see, when you do this, you will be applying the truth at work and you will be refreshed in the process. I sure hope this little list of seven items encourages you to up your game in one or more of them and as a result, helps you to better fill your well. And don't get caught up in what frequency or time frames you do these things. I gave you a few suggestions there, but just build these things into your life. Number one, exercise regularly. Number two, invest in learning, whether that's reading, listening, watching. A lifetime of learning and growing should hopefully be your commitment. Get into masterminds. If you'd like to get on a waiting list for a mastermind Nicole and I will be launching soon, feel free to email me at alan at alanblaine.com. That's a unique spelling. It's A-L-L-A-N at A-L-L-A-N-B as in Blaine, L-A-I-N as in Nora.com. And simply just put mastermind in the subject line. We're also hosting a beach retreat mastermind. If you're interested in getting on that list, put retreat in the subject line if you're interested in that. Number three, get the right mentors. Number four, get in the right rooms. Number five, get time on your own. Number six, get time with your family more often. And finally, number seven, be generous and give. I hope this podcast served you today. 
The greatest compliment I can receive is for you to share it with others. It would mean so much to me if you would be willing to help me out getting this one out to the world, helping people learn how to fill their well so they can in turn more effectively fill and pour into others. Would you please consider texting it to a friend who you feel this message will encourage? Or better yet, can you also share it on your Instagram or Facebook stories? And if you do, please tag me at Alan B. Blaine on both Instagram and Facebook. Both of my social links are also down in the show notes below. Have a super blessed day, and I hope you join us on the next show.